1: Get the little ones, sit back, relax, and listen to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience.
2: And now, Faux Fiction Audio brings you another case from the spiral bound and sticky note files of Mickey McKinney, Boy Detective, Mickey McKinney, that mini-mystery man, solves the cases that plague the halls of Maple Ridge Middle School with his trusty partner and friend, Sam Hayes. No pet or project too lost, no cafeteria food too mysterious, no case too small when Mickey McKinney is on the job.
3: Uh, you wanted to see me, sir?
4: Well, yes, Mr. McKinney, please sit down. I've been hearing quite a bit about you and your investigation in the last couple hours.
3: Yes, sir. Is that bad?
4: Well, in this case it is. I just got a call from Nathan Gordon, one of our parents. He claims you are harassing his daughter, Bree.
3: Well, sir, Bree is one of our suspects. Though I think harassment is the wrong word.
4: So Miss Hayes didn't threaten to use Miss Jordan's phone as a hockey puck?
3: Well, Bree was being a little... All right, maybe Sam needs to work on her interrogation techniques.
4: I think I've heard enough, Mr. McKinney. From this moment forward, I forbid you to approach or contact Miss Jordan in any way concerning your case. Uh, but... I realize your concerns for your friend, but I am responsible for every student in this school. And I can't have parents calling me all hours of the day about trouble you caused. <sighs> Mr. McKinney. Uh, Michael? It's Mickey. Mickey, then. You seem like a bright young man, blessed with a very wild and creative imagination. But is it possible you're seeing a crime where there's only an accident?
3: Sir, three volcano experiments in the chemistry classroom contained hydrogen peroxide, guaranteeing a bigger chemical reaction than was on the class agenda. The teacher who was supposed to be supervising was sent home due to a peanut allergy. She should not have gotten from a bowl of chili. And someone insured burners would substitute despite... As you mentioned, her lack of qualifications. I don't think it's a coincidence all these things happened on the same day.
4: You can prove all this? You have evidence?
3: Yes, sir. We'll know who the culprit is before the meeting tomorrow.
4: The board meeting is in 16 hours. You don't think-
3: Excuse me. Hello? Oh, you do? Thanks, Sam, I'm on my way. Burners was able to get something off some trace evidence, sir. I gotta go check it out, excuse me.
4: Now, wait a minute, young man. We were not finished with our discussion. Aw, oh, biscuits. They better have found something good.
5: Testing! One, two, three, testing!
3: I came as fast as I could. What did you find?
5: Uh, about time you got here. I got so bored I started working on these mics.
3: Uh, let's pretend I understood what you said, and then we move on and you tell me what you found.
5: Okay, remember the caramelized sugar I found in the bottom of your shoes?
3: I remember Sam flipped me upside down to get it, which was completely unnecessary.
5: Yeah, good times. Anyway, I was able to get a few other trace ingredients off the samples. Potassium nitrate
6: and baking soda.
3: Which does what?
6: It's ingredients for a homemade smoke bomb, McClueless. Don't act
3: smart. I bet Burners told you that before I got here.
6: Actually, my family makes them every year for Halloween to scare trick-or-treaters.
3: You have some strange tradition.
6: What? You
5: two focus! My academic career is on the
6: line here! I cannot
5: have a suspension on my permanent record!
3: What? Harvard doesn't approve of minor infractions.
5: Actually, I was planning to go to Princeton, but that isn't the point. No? What is? This smoke bomb isn't something you can put together during class. You'd have to caramelize the ingredients, let it cool in a mold, all of which takes a day or two to prep. Longer if they bought the potassium nitrate online. There's a faster way to get the ingredients? Well, you can find potassium nitrate at a garden store. It's used to treat soil.
3: Swell. So what's going on here? There's too much going on for this just to be a prank. Maybe it's someone
6: with a grudge
3: a little extravagant for that, too, don't you think? What kind of person puts this much effort into...
6: Yo, McDaydream. Still with us? I I think he's got an idea. That must be a novel experience for him. You too.
3: Shush! <laughs> but why? Shush! I'm remembering something. It was at least a year ago. Burners, you kept the lab results from our cases, right? Where are they?
5: Uh, bottom filing cabinet. Why? Hey! Hey! You... Why? Hey, these are the papers! Oh, it's gonna take me weeks to reorganize them! Oh, come on, Mickey! Dirt! Can you at least give me some reason why this is necessary?
3: You remember our first case? Um, uh, the one with the snake? No, no. no. Home economics final. That went wrong. Ha! I found it! You two wanna fill in some blanks for me? It's kind of a long story, Sam, and I don't think we have. Let that. me
6: rephrase the question. You two want to fill in some blanks for me?
3: Alright, alright. It was over a year ago, back when I first hung up my shingle. Things were a little different back then. I didn't have the office or the rep with the man on the street. In fact...
5: Wait, wait, wait. Why do you get to tell a story? It's kind of
3: my bit. You know, add backstory? I got
5: it from here. Just wait in the wings.
3: Fine. You want me to cue the music?
5: I got... something else in mind. At
0: last!
5: After so many weeks, my project is finally near completion! Jimmy! Pull the switch! Jimmy! Jimmy! Where'd you go? Switch on, it's a, it's a little dark in here. Uh,
3: uh me? Uh, oh, sure. Brilliant!
5: by <laughs> like that, I mean, it's brilliant enough in here to see my formula to introduce a brand new technology to the world! Baking, cars! <laughs> uh, wait, who the heck are you again?
3: Oh, who? Uh, me? Uh, Mickey's name. I just transferred here from- Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. What do you want? I'm busy.
3: Well, uh, I've been asking around for someone who's good at science to help with something I'm working on. And, uh, pretty much everyone I talked to said that's... you.
5: What do you need done? Homework? This is a science project? Actually... Well, you're gonna have to get mine, Mickey, because I'm up to my ears in projects already. And this is the only time I've had to work on my own stuff all week. So, take a number.
3: Uh, You misunderstand. I don't need help with schoolwork. Well, not at the moment.
5: Oh, yeah? Then why are you talking to me?
3: It's a case I'm working on. Kid named Freddy failed his home ec final because the project tasted awful. I was wondering if you could study the evidence and find out why.
5: Case, uh, evidence? You think you're some sort of policeman?
3: Detective, actually. Private.
5: Fine. Gimme.
3: Thank you. Here, it's part of a souffle my client made.
5: Uh, why are you still here talking? Come back in an hour. Go, and target someone. Uh, Sure thing. Thanks again. (sighs) Yay. Don't mention it.
4: Look, sweetie. I don't have time to gossip right now. My class partner bailed at the last minute, and this cherry's jubilee won't cook itself.
3: I'll keep it quick, then. My client, Freddy, suspects you messed with his souffle.
4: That is ridiculous. You actually think that I would stoop to such a level? Cooking is an art. And Frederick, with his salty souffle, is barely an apprentice of the arts.
3: Which makes you...
4: A humble practitioner still. But much more advanced than Freddy. Freddy Fumblefingers. Did you know, he never cooked anything before he took this class? And I have been practicing since I got my Easy Bake Oven in h four... My mother's friends used to rave about my sugar-free brownies. Are you sure someone else ruined it? During the first week of class, Freddy couldn't even boil water without burning it.
6: I still don't see how these cases relate. When
3: I went back to talk to Burners, she told me that there was a large quantity of salt in the souffle, leading her to believe that the sugar had been swapped with salt.
6: How'd you do
5: that? tasted it.
3: What? You said you ran tests on it.
5: Yeah. Taste tests? Hey! Don't look at me like that! I took a solid 10 seconds for your sample. Do you know what I can do in 10 seconds? What? Ask NASA, anyway. Mickey here remembered that Lester mentioned
6: Freddy's souffle as salty. Which he wouldn't have known unless he'd messed with the souffle. So you nabbed him, right?
3: Nope. Lester had an alibi for that day. He was home with the cold. With no other suspects, the case remained unsolved.
6: And yet, Freddy still hires you once a week?
3: Well, Burners and I were able to convince his home ec teacher to give him a makeup test, which he passed.
6: So what, you want us to convince Principal Morgan to let Burners substitute the class again?
3: (laughs) Ha ha, funny. But here's something I hadn't considered at the time, because I was so focused on Lester as the saboteur. Lester had a lab partner who suddenly disappeared right after Freddy's final! So what?
5: Wait, you think Lester had help sabotaging Freddy's final? It's the perfect crime!
6: Freddy might suspect Lester wanted to ruin his project, but if someone else did the deed when he wasn't there... The teacher would just assume Freddy made a mistake with the ingredients. This is starting to sound familiar. I wonder if Lester can give us more information about his mysterious accomplice.
5: Well, he actually transferred at the end of last year. Dad got a job in Alaska.
3: Oh, oh, oh no... What? What's wrong? I, uh, just remembered something I was supposed to do after school. Uh, Sam, could you come with me? Burners, keep looking through the files. Maybe this guy has had a hand in other cases. I'm gonna reorganize everything again first. I'm sorry about that. Really. Sam, let's go.
6: Okay, Mick, what's the deal? What are you hiding? Uh,
3: What? How?
6: You've got a really bad poker face. Spill.
3: Everything that's happened so far has been orchestrated to get Burners in trouble. It was too elaborate to just be a prank, but we couldn't think of anyone who had a grudge on Burners, right? Right. Don't you see? Because Burners helped me with Freddy's case, the sabotage attempt technically failed. What if Lester's accomplice took it personally? His prank failed, so now he's looking for revenge? Isn't that a little extreme? Maybe it was more than once. Maybe we've been inadvertently foiling him for months. Sam, I need you to do me a favor. So long as it's
6: within reason.
3: Sam, be serious. Go through every file in that drawer, look for any other cases that have a similar MO, and keep an eye on Burners. He might decide framing her isn't enough.
6: Wait, where are you going while I'm playing babysitter?
3: Going to play a hunch. Call if you find anything. The name's McKinney. Julius Caesar once said, no one is so brave that he is not disturbed by something unexpected. Ironically, he was unexpectedly assassinated when members of his own Senate stabbed him 35 times. I ate about 14 hours to prevent Burner's own Ides of Marsh, but the only suspect I had was shielded by an overprotective father and an equally protective principal. Good thing I had one wild card left to play.
7: When I got your text, I wasn't expecting such a public place for an interview.
3: What? Le Chez Magnifique isn't one of your usual venues? I'm shocked. We couldn't meet somewhere less expensive? We could, but I need to meet somewhere that would appeal to a person of interest. Cut to the chase, Mickey. What's going on? I need to question Bree Jordan more about the lab accidents, but Principal Morgan wouldn't let me talk to her.
7: I thought a person of your expertise... Might be able to get the dirt you need? I follow, but why did you pick the most romantic restaurant in... Mickey, what did you do?
3: I may have slipped a note to Susan to give the Jenny to... Give to Bree about you wanting to meet here here at seven, and there might have also been something in the note about you finding her attractive. You set me up. A- Shh. You set me up on a date. She ran straight to her daddy after we questioned her and got Principal Morgan to keep me at arm's length. Why would she do that unless she had something to hide? Besides, it worked, didn't it? What do you mean by that? Oh, she just walked through the door. Uh, Excuse me. What are you doing?
7: Hiding under the table. Uh, Try not to kick me. No promises. This was not free. Wow, you made it. Uh, Can I get you some water at $10 a glass? Ow! Did you hear that? Must have been a mouse. (gasps) A mouse? (laughs) Or something not mouse-like at all. Hey, let's talk about you. What have you been up to?
1: Ugh, totally exhausted. I've been run ragged all week. Everybody's been asking for dates for the party, and I've had the staff redecorate the house like three times, and I still can't decide what just to wear. I've actually narrowed it down to three possibilities. Hey, maybe you can help me! Here, I've got these pictures on my phone.
7: Uh, Didn't I also hear something about a class experiment gone wrong earlier today? Sounds a little traumatic. Ugh,
1: why is that all people are talking about? So I poured something wrong in a thing. Who cares? I have a party this weekend. Isn't that more important?
7: Well, uh, isn't Mickey?
1: Oh my god, Mickey. He is the worst. He and his girlfriend were like totally in my face about how they thought it was my fault. And I'm like, I'm completely innocent.
7: Uh, actually, I don't think Sam is.
1: And Sam? She said I was too stupid to plan the explosion. It would totally show her if I actually was behind the whole thing. Aha! Wait. What was that?
7: I, uh, sneezed. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, to be clear, you didn't do it.
1: Weren't you listening? No! I've been totally swamped with the party planning, and Daddy's been getting seriously strict about my grades, and he says I have to ace my midterms or he'll cancel everything.
7: Wow, uh... harsh.
1: I know. I have been so desperate, I've had to hang out with Jenny.
7: Wait, so you're not... besties?
1: Are you for real? If I had a choice, I wouldn't talk to her at all, but she's totally smart and she promised me I'd get A's in all my classes if I let her come to my party. She's kind of a loser, though, so I'm thinking I might just ditch her for a day.
7: So, in other words, you're just using Jenny and you don't care if you hurt her feelings. Uh,
1: Yeah, pretty much. Hey, want to take a selfie together? I need to show everyone we're on a date.
7: Actually, uh, I have to go. Sorry, it's not you, it's, uh... Oh, actually, no. It is you. Goodbye, Bree. Well, that was rude. What were you
3: doing under there? Uh, who, me? Uh, dropping my napkin? Excuse me. AJ, wait up! AJ,
7: wait up! Whew, you walk, uh, fast. Tell me we learned something in there, because from my perspective, I just wasted my allowance money and my time talking to that self-obsessed princess. Hey, you think you had it bad? I was the one getting kicked under the table. Face it, Mickey, the only way she would have had motive is if Burner's was higher on the social ladder and she happened to know it was actually in her beakers. Say that again. What? Uh, No, never mind. It's too crazy. Look, I'm sorry for
3: dragging you into this, AJ. I I had a hunch, and it didn't play out like I wanted it to. Mickey,
7: we're running out of time. I know.
3: No matter what I did, the past was always right behind us, ready to take a bite out of my fanny when I at least expected it. Most of my files were just scraps of paper and souvenirs. I made a promise to myself to keep a better record if we got through this. Or at least have Sam take notes. Hello?
5: Mickey, where are you? Sam and I have been calling your phone for the last two hours!
3: we With got. Without... Were you sleeping? Me? No, I was just going through my files, trying to find a connection <sighs> between our cases. Well, you might want to get yourself down here before I test out
5: my new short-range missile.
3: Hmm. Oh, sure thing, burners. I'm right away.
5: <sighs> Sam brought donuts.
3: D- donuts. I'll be there in twenty minutes. <laughs> Oh,
6: good. You're here. Have one.
3: Chocolate donuts. Hello, beautiful.
6: Excuse me?
3: I wasn't talking to you. Mm.
6: Somehow, that's not as creepy as the alternative. Here, look at this.
3: What's this? Breeze grades? Hey, that must mean the computers are up and running.
6: Nope.
3: Wait, they're not running. So, what is this?
6: We're not exactly sure yet. See... Burners and I were in early checking Bree's alibi, mostly because I still don't see how someone that vapid could be getting all A's like she claims.
3: It is hard to believe, given you get mostly B's yourself.
6: Yes, but I also know three different styles of martial arts and can bench press up to 100 pounds. So it all works out. (laughs) Eh,
3: Take back anything that might have sounded insulting. Uh, What did you find?
6: Straight A's
5: on
3: all her tests. Just like she said. But... Interestingly
5: enough, according to the test in Dr. Carson's desk, Brie has never received
6: a grade higher than a D.
3: Wait, how did
6: you get it in Carson's desk? I also know a few lock-picking tricks.
3: I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. Wait, so someone changed her grades?
6: How?
5: A am on it. See, the simple way to do it would be to upload a script to the school system to swap out the binary codes and change the letters. But in order to do that, they would need the principal's
6: passcode in order to get in. Not easy to do if you don't have access to his office, though. Berners has a hunch that a virus could have been uploaded from the chemistry class computer during the commotion, and it replicated until it was able to access the school mainframe. It would explain why the computers
5: were going haywire yesterday. Only downside is, this virus will not last more than a day or
6: two. Aren't viruses usually more subtle?
5: He might have had more experience making messes, like someone else we know.
3: I'm prepared to be insulted. Later. So, not only is he trying to frame burners, but he's trying to temporarily change Bree's grades? Who's doing this and why? Oh, someone who would know what was in those beakers.
6: And would do anything to be popular.
3: Are you thinking what I'm thinking?
6: Grab a donut for the road and terrify a suspect?
3: I might need to bring the box.
6: Take
5: the box, and I might test out my short-range missile after all!
3: Fine, I'll just take two.
6: Jenny Wilson. Long time
0: no see. Oh, hi Sam. Listen, I don't really have time to talk about the science experiments yesterday. Brie and I- Who said anything about the
6: science experiments? Maybe I just want to talk. Talk? Sure. You know, that thing that friends do. I hear Brie got straight A's thanks to your tutoring, so maybe I should ask you for help for finals. Oh. Well, I'm probably going to be busy. Hanging out with Brie? Yeah, I bet. I mean, once you go to one of her big parties, your social status must go through the roof. It's funny, though, how one second you're alone, and the next second Brie comes along out of the
0: blue, and then it's just parties, parties, parties. Well, like you said, I started out just tutoring her, and then we found out we actually have a lot in common. I'm
6: going to stop you right there before you lie to me again.
0: I don't know what you're saying. Let's see if I can do a better job
6: telling the story. Bree comes to you because if she fails any more tests, Daddy won't let her have her big party. Says to you, I'll give you whatever you want, just get them higher. Hello. This sound about right? Well, So you get invited to sit with her at lunch. You go to a few sleepovers. I bet it's nice having the queen bee actually notice you for once. Only problem is, Brie can't pass a test to save her life. Her grades are still awful, and if she fails her midterms, your social life is in the toilet as well. However, instead of doing the wise and sensible thing, like helping her study more, you decide it would be easier to just change her grades. Now, this is the part of the story where I take issue with. You put peanut oil in Dr. Carson's chili so she goes home sick. You slip a forged note to Burners, asking her to substitute, and you create enough slime and smoke in the chemistry classroom to set off the fire alarm to provide a distraction to upload
0: your virus. This is crazy. You're crazy. I don't know how to write a computer virus.
3: No, but your accomplice might.
0: Hey,
6: Mick, what is this? Bad cop, lame cop?
3: Very funny. Look, Jenny, there's no use hiding. We found burn marks and ash on the ground under your chair from the smoke bomb. Circumstantial. Circumstantial. Did you hear that, Sam? At least we're not crazy anymore. I
6: did, and it's an interesting change. We got you, Jenny. Your fingerprints were all over the bottle of hydrogen peroxide in the storage cabinet. No! It couldn't be! He- He tampered with the experiments so you could use Brie as your alibi? Whoops, guess you slipped there. Why don't you give us a name while
0: you're at it? You really think you're being clever, don't you? He does. I really don't care either way. But you're nowhere near as clever as he is. You have no idea what he's capable of.
3: We know this he orchestrated this whole frame job on burners and hacked the grades for Brie. I have to ask. Do you know you're risking expulsion for a Diva Queen who's planning on ditching you as soon as she gets her midterm grades?
0: Of course I knew! Did you really think I was naive enough to trust that annoying snob? (laughs) You look surprised! I guess I hid my dislike better than I thought. If you hated her, why did you help her? Why the act? You don't know what it's like. Never fitting in. Always hearing about parties you weren't invited to. Don't I? No! Maybe? Does it matter? Maybe I hated her because she had her social status handed to her just because she was pretty and rich. Then all I had to do was be seen with her and I go from being nobody to being somebody. But that is the way of the world, isn't it? I knew I could exploit it so long as her precious party was on the line. I don't understand. (laughs) My accomplice, as you say, had a special code written into the program to dissolve it at any time. If Bree tried to ditch me, I would have made it perfectly clear to her her daddy would see how she really did on her tests. (laughs) Of course, it all would dissolve the next day anyway. But by that point, I would have had the debut I deserved. You know,
3: we thought you were just a naive pawn doing Bree's bidding. But you're actually a lot worse, aren't you?
0: I was going to give her EXACTLY what she deserved. And what about burners?
6: How do you justify framing her for the lab accidents? <laughs> oh. What's so funny? You really are clueless. Oh yeah?
0: Keep laughing and you'll be toothless.
3: It's your accomplice who's got the grudge.
0: It was sort of a two-for-one deal. I helped him, he helped me.
3: And this is the part where you tell me his name.
0: No. I don't think I will. Why, you little- Easy, Sam. Easy. Two minutes, Mickey.
3: That's all I'm asking. If I let you beat her up, we're just as bad as she is. Actually, we're worse.
6: Maybe I'll just string her up the flagpole by her underwear.
3: We got her confession. Burners is clear. We might not know who our mystery guy is, but we'll find him the right way.
0: Oh, no. You think you can get me to confess to Principal Morgan? You really are clueless, are we? You can come in, sir. What? How?
6: I guess you would call it a two for one deal, too. See, Burners has been developing these nanomics which can be hidden, well, just about anywhere. We thought we would field test them and get Principal Morgan to hear your confession at the same time. P- Principal Morgan, I I didn't
3: This isn't fair.
4: On the contrary, young lady, it seems quite fair. Now, Michael.
3: It's Mickey, sir.
4: My apologies. I had my doubts about your methods, but I can't argue with your results. Miss Wilson, if you'll come with me, I have to go call your parents.
0: I'll get you both for this! You'll be sorry!
6: Well, that was a little cliche, don't you think?
3: Promising vengeance while being dragged off for punishment? It's a classic, though. Come on, let's go tell Burners the good news. So that's the end of it. Since Brie had no part in it, she'll be fine. But she'll still have bad grades. And Jenny is probably going to be expelled. Oh, and Principal Morgan says you're cleared of all the charges, so Princeton will never know.
5: Really? Thanks, guys. Hey, it was
3: no big thing.
5: Oh, no! Oh, no.
3: Geez, I'm sorry, Burners.
5: Church is lucky you cleared me.
6: <laughs> Seriously, how are you two still friends?
0: Yeah? What do you want?
3: I just wanted to thank you for taking the time to help with Freddy's case. His teacher wouldn't have given him the makeup without your input. So I just wanted to say, I appreciate it. Lollipop? Freddy gave me two.
5: No one's ever come back to say thank you before.
3: Well, I mean it for all that. I couldn't have done it without you. See you around?
5: Um... Hey, Mickey? you need any more help,
6: let me know. Burners? You kind of zoned out. I was asking... Oh yeah, uh, guess he hasn't driving me crazy yet. Oh, uh, well, that's the bell.
5: Walk with me to history class? Yeah, why not? By the way, Mickey, you wouldn't happen to know why Sam insisted I stay at our house last night.
3: Uh, nope. Noah can't say that I do. Hey, what are you doing?
5: It's a hug, weirdo.
3: Don't worry. I'm gonna make a habit of it.
6: She snores like a chainsaw by the Hey guys, take a look at this note taped to my locker. Lear 2.4 305 to 9... Mickey, what's wrong?
3: Nothing. It must be a joke.
6: Mickey, we both know you're a bad liar. Spill.
3: It's a quote from Shakespeare's King Lear. Here, we're studying that in class. Just let me find the page. I will have my revenge on you both. What they are yet, I know not. But they shall be terrors of the earth. The name's McKinney. Mickey McKinney. They say that those who fail to learn from their past are doomed to repeat it. That may be true. And that might not be. But it seemed to me at the moment, we weren't doomed by the past so much as hunted by it. And I wasn't sure what we were going to do when it caught up to us.
2: Mickey McKinney, Smoke It Souffle, was written and directed by Ruby Fink, with music by Leon Biscara. Faux Family Cast includes the voices of Lucas Guerrero as Mickey McKinney, Violet Fink as Sam Hayes, Leanne Labra as Berners, CJ Longhammer as Principal Morgan, Brandon Cislack as AJ Harris, Ruthie Hansen as Miss Capperly and Bree Jordan, Shayna Hammer as Jenny Wilson, And me, Zach Johnson, as your announcer. This recording, characters, and the situations within are the property of their author and creator and protected by copyright. So until the next case, Faux Fiction Audio says goodbye. Hi,
8: this is John Bell. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. In my podcast, Bells in the Battery, Thebatfry dot com. And click on Gallery. That's G-A-L-L-E. I think they can figure that out. You'll see all the pictures for all the episodes that were created by Jeff Music, along with other guest artists like the Lavalier Brothers and famous animation director Dan Reba. Well, he knows one celebrity, and he really wants you to know about it. You'll also see lots of fan art over the years and a few surprises. So, when you're in the mood for a picture instead of a thousand words, especially especially his his words, go to thebatfree.com and click on Gallery. And be sure to clean your thumbnails before viewing.